December, 3,000 dressed in blue and gray, all sons of the heavenly Father lay in a watery grave, and the river runs red, the river runs red. shot woke the Tennessee morning Soon fire and smoke filled the sky Then rain came down with no warning A sorrow fell down from all sides The river runs red The river runs red The winners are losers When you count the dead That's a really special song to me. It's one of my most proud moments as a songwriter. I really am so proud of the, the writing of that and the story that it tells. Um, what story are you trying to tell there? Well, here's the backstory. I was driving down Music Row that day. We almost had the album done. We'd been down the Muscle Shoals recordings. So we knew that we had to come back for another day and finish up. We needed two or three more songs. And we didn't have a big ballad. You know, we had a bunch of, you know, kind of mid-tempo stuff, um, bluesy, real gritty, grimy stuff. But we didn't have that gorgeous, powerful ballad. And um, I thought, man, I could nail one of those. That would be something. So I, I had a songwriting appointment that day with two of my favorite co-writers, Jerry Sally and Liz Hingber. And they are amazing. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Jerry has had a hit song, I think, in every genre. I mean, he's had country, gospel, bluegrass, and Liz, same way. I mean, she's had huge, you know, Reba McIntyre cuts, um, just a great songwriter. But she had a history. She co-wrote Hear the Willow Cry on the first Steel Driver record with Chris Stapleton. So she had a history with the band. And Jerry co-wrote Midnight Tears with Chris on the first record. So he had a history with the band. So I got together with them and we wrote Long Way Down, which was kind of the lead-off track for Muscle Shoals recordings. And then, so I had this appointment to get together with them. So I walked in that day. I, had, I was driving down Music Row and I did not have a title. And I almost always like to walk in with a title. It's like, hey, I really have this idea for a song. And I didn't have one. And I was driving down Music Row. And suddenly this this image occurred to me. And it was blood flowing. I I just kind of went, What is what does that mean? And by the time I made it down uh, 16th and had come back up 17th to to their offices. They were, we were writing it starstruck. I had taken that image in my mind and the words, river runs red, had come to me. And, and I was like, wow, that is, 
I don't know what the story is yet. I don't know what this song needs to be about yet, but that image is so strong and so powerful. And those words, sometimes I just like the way words sound together. I know that's... Alliteration. Yeah, alliteration or just, you know, hear, I'll hear words and, and the rhythm of the words will just grab my ear and it's like, I like that. That's cool. What can that... What it, What is that? What does that mean? You know, what's that about? So I walked in to the appointment and we sat down and, and they were like, um, okay, well, what should we write about today? And I said, well, I have this title um, and it's River Runs Red. And they were like, ooh. That's great. And Liz immediately was like, oh, let's make it uh, a murder ballad where, you know, they drag the girl down to the river and, you know, throw her into drown. I was like, we've already got one of those, Liz. <laughs> and we did. Yeah. We did. We had this song called Brother John um, that we'd already recorded. So it wasn't a lie. But um, enough with the serial killer. I know, business. Right, right. And the river, you know, the that's a mountain murder ballad tradition, you know, start going back to Knoxville Girl. But so Jerry was sitting there, and he said, you know, I just was down at the Stones River Battlegrounds in Murfreesboro, just right down the road. And he said, maybe this is about that battle. And I went, that's what this song needs to be about. We had two other Civil War songs kind of in the band's catalog from the first two records that our fans loved. So the idea of writing a historical piece and, and kind of hanging that title on a particular battle just seemed perfect. And come to find out, you know, with modern technology, he pulled up his laptop and we started, you know, doing some just quick research about that battle. And there was the river there and it was an extremely bloody battle, you know, many, thousands of casualties. It was like this, this really needs to be told. And we tried to put as many, you know, kind of specific facts about that particular battle as we could. I mean, yes, we fictionalized, you know, a couple characters, you know, now Rogers was from Alabama and Thomas an old New York town. We didn't look up particular people. That's the South and the North. That's exactly, exactly. But I think it really portrayed and what we were trying to say, you know, is there's no winners, you know, Losers, you know, in war, you know, because all the blood runs together in the river, you know, and and the thing we did read that that particular battle, it was reported um, the night before the battle, New Year's Eve in 1862, that the Union soldiers were camped on one side of the river and the Confederates were camped on the other side. And they were they each traveled with bands. So they would you know, like drum and bugle and stuff like that and five get fired up, if you will, the night before. And the Union soldiers were playing Yankee Doodle and the Confederates were answering with Dixie. And they said this went on back and forth until the early, early morning hours. And then they somehow simultaneously joined together and played Home Sweet Home. So that's why at the very end of that recording, we tagged it with little instrumental bits of Yankee Doodle, then we play Dixie, and then we all come in and play Home Sweet Home together a little bit because it really happened. So that's why we did that. Your band's never been afraid of tackling arguably controversial topics like that. Right. No, and that's, you know, that's the great thing, in my opinion, of being in a band that 
um, is kind of maybe outside of top 40 radio or, you know, commercial country or whatever, if you will, we can write songs about whatever we want. 